All right, before we jump into the episode, I want to tell you about a masterclass that I'm teaching in just a few weeks. And I'm super excited because this is the first masterclass that I'm teaching. And I asked you, what do you want to learn? And I heard loud and clear, Shannon, I want to learn how the heck to get rid of these symptoms and how to stop having panic attacks. So that is what this class is going to be all about. So I hope you join me. It's going to be a live 90-minute masterclass. And if you're interested, just check out the link in the show notes and sign up. And I hope to see you there. I always say the goal isn't to make anxiety go away because that's just not possible. The goal is to create a healthy relationship with anxiety. Welcome to a Healthy Push podcast. I'm Shannon Jackson, former anxiety sufferer turned adventure mom and anxiety recovery coach. I struggled with anxiety, panic disorder, and agoraphobia for 15 years. And now I help people to push past the stuff that I used to struggle with. Each week, I'll be sharing real and honest conversations along with actionable and practical steps that you can take to help you push past your anxious thoughts, the symptoms, panic, and fears. Welcome. You're right where you're meant to be. All right. Can you actually recover from anxiety, panic disorder, and agoraphobia? And what the heck does being recovered mean? So in the last solo podcast episode that I did where I shared four of my unpopular opinions, I talked briefly about how it's absolutely possible to overcome anxiety, panic disorder, and agoraphobia for good. And in that episode, I kept it really short and sweet because in my mind and at this point where I am in my recovery, it's pretty straightforward to me. Like, yes, it's possible. (laughs) But after the episode aired, I got some questions and people shared their doubts with me and people also shared some of the messaging with me that they've received about recovery and whether or not it's possible. And now that I've been able to pause and really think about it, I totally understand why it's not such a simple, just accept it's possible because it is sort of thing. Because when I really sat down and I thought about it, I remembered just how often I would think, question, doubt, and really convince myself that recovery wasn't possible. No matter who told me, in what ways they told me, and what proof they gave me, like I just didn't believe it. And I know how much it doesn't help that a lot of the messaging out there conveys that a quote full recovery, you know, just isn't a reality or a possibility. So in this episode, I really want to dive into this topic and help answer some of your questions and address your doubts and address some of the messages that are out there that just aren't helpful or true. And I hope that you walk away from this episode feeling much more clear on what recovery actually is and that it's possible and what being recovered means. So I want to start by sharing that one of my students recently in our private Facebook group that I have for people who are students of mine, she shared that she saw her therapist recently and her therapist told her that there's no such thing as recovery. And Of course, I don't know the entire context of the conversation and exactly what was said, but I can tell you that my student, of course, walked away from that session feeling pretty hopeless and defeated. And it is so hard for me when I hear people say that it's not possible to recover from anxiety disorders because 
I'm proof and many others, including students and one-on-one clients of mine, are also proof that it's absolutely possible. But again, I don't know exactly what was said. So I want to throw this in here because I think it's totally necessary. If somebody ever says something that makes you feel a certain way or makes you question things, I want you to really pause and ask them to explain themselves more. Like ask them, what did you mean when you said that it's not possible to recover from anxiety? Because what this will do is instead of you filling in the blanks with maybe your doubts and your experiences, that person will actually have the opportunity to explain just what they meant. And maybe how you interpreted it or how they actually said it isn't at all the message that they were trying to convey to you. And I know how it can be intimidating to ask your therapist or other people, right, follow-up questions, but your therapist is a person too. And we're all human, and sometimes things are said that need more of an explanation. So I encourage you to ask questions, whether it's right there in the moment, or maybe it's in a follow-up session. And I also have to throw in here, just because you're seeing a therapist who has an education and credentials doesn't mean that they're always right. And this goes for every aspect of life, right? And this includes me, So like if I ever say anything or I put anything out there that makes you go, hmm, what? I want you to reach out to me. Like reach out to me in an email. Reach out to me on social. Ask me for clarity. Ask me what I meant. Okay, so I want to start by talking about anxiety versus struggling with an anxiety disorder. So as humans, we all experience anxiety. It's an emotion and nobody can ever just make it go away and not experience it. And as much as you might think that you want to make it go away entirely, trust me, I've been there, many experiences and things just wouldn't be as exciting or joyful without anxiety. So it's not all bad. But, you know, for some people, they can experience anxiety and it doesn't lead to anything more, meaning the symptoms or panic attacks or fear. But when you struggle with an anxiety disorder, your relationship with anxiety isn't a healthy one. Because when anxiety pops up, like whether it's the thoughts, the symptoms, panic attacks, or fear, you likely fear these things based off of your experiences with them. And so you try to make these things go away, you try not to feel them, or you try to run from them. So the reason why I talk so much about creating a healthy relationship with anxiety is because anxiety is always going to be a part of your life. I always say the goal isn't to make anxiety go away because that's just not possible. The goal is to create a healthy relationship with anxiety. And creating a healthy relationship with anxiety means taking a look at contributing factors and implementing and practicing healthy habits and changing your actions and behaviors and changing how you respond to anxiety. So I wanted to share the difference between just general anxiety and anxiety disorders with you because when people say it's not possible to overcome anxiety or to recover from anxiety, maybe they're talking about the fact that yes, anxiety isn't something that you can just get rid of. However, you can get rid of your unhealthy relationship with anxiety. The relationship that's disordered and is leading to all the symptoms, panic attacks, and fears is something that you can change. 
you can go from having an unhealthy relationship with anxiety to having a healthy one. And I know that right now, for what you might be experiencing and going through, this seems really (laughs) far-fetched. Like the idea of anxiety popping up and you not being derailed by it is crazy. And the idea of you not having panic attacks is crazy. And the idea of you not having such strong fears is crazy. And the idea of your head not constantly being filled with what-if thoughts is crazy. Trust me, I get it. But this stuff doesn't happen overnight. This is also why I emphasize consistently taking small, healthy steps. Because when you struggle with disordered anxiety, it takes a whole lot of small steps to change your overall relationship with anxiety. It's really about making all the healthy changes a lifestyle and committing to a life that is full of lots more healthy actions, which takes effort. I want to tell you about something that I recently discovered and I absolutely love, Branch Basics. I'm so excited to share this with you because Branch Basics offers non-toxic cleaning products that actually work. And this is something that I can get behind because I truly believe that toxins can negatively contribute to our physical and our mental health. And I'm a huge fan of ditching the toxins and living as naturally as possible. Because these products are non-toxic, fragrant-free, and pure, it really makes me feel safe and at peace with what I'm using inside of our home. And I use these products on everything. I'm talking countertops, laundry, floors, toilets, and even in the dishwasher. So if you're wanting to make the switch and toss the toxins, check out Branch Basics and use code A Healthy Push at checkout for 15% off. Or just grab the link in the show notes. So let's talk about a question that I get asked all the time. And it's something that you might have been wondering while listening to this episode. So the question is, Shannon, do you struggle with anxiety or panic anymore? And I know that people ask me this question because they truly don't think that it's possible for them to live with lots of peace, joy, and freedom. And they want some hope. So let me share all the goods with you. (laughs) I can honestly say, no, I don't struggle with anxiety or panic anymore. And I haven't for the past six years, almost seven years actually. And it's kind of crazy with the work that I do now, huh? Like for years, I said I'd do anything to get rid of anxiety and like have nothing to do with it. And now I basically talk about anxiety and panic all day long, every day, and I actually really enjoy it. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. (laughs) So here's the thing. Being recovered doesn't mean that you never experience anxiety, right? Sometimes I have thoughts pop into my head that remind me of old thoughts that I used to have that would lead to a lot of anxiety. And sometimes I feel anxious and it reminds me of how I used to feel sometimes. And sometimes I'm in certain places and situations and I have a thought or a feeling that causes me to pause. But the difference now is... I know how to respond to these things in a healthy way so that they don't leave me going down rabbit holes and spiraling. And I've shared some of these things on my blog and here on the podcast. So I just want to give you a few examples because obviously anxiety pops up. It pops up for all of us, but now, you know, it's a healthy dose of anxiety, I like to say. (laughs) 
So I probably, gosh, this is at least three years ago, we went on a hayride with Amelia. It was fall time in Maine. You know, going on a hayride is just a thing. You go out into a pumpkin patch and you pick a pumpkin. And I remember all of a sudden getting this thought pop into my head of like, oh gosh, what if you freak out right now? Like, what if you have to go to the bathroom? Like, you can't easily get off of this thing. And I wasn't even feeling anxious. Like, it was just the thought that popped into my head. And then I was like, oh goodness. And really, it took me slowing down to say, all right, like, I recognize what this is. This is just a thought. This doesn't mean anything, right? And acknowledging my true reality. Like, yeah, I'm on a hayride, but I could get off of this thing. Like, I'm, you know, I'm not trapped. I'm not any of the things. And like, the way that I was feeling in that moment, I actually was having fun. I was actually, you know, just in the moment. And so I had to reel myself back in, be like, hey, Shannon, like, let's let's come back to the present moment because that thought is just a thought. We can let it go. And that's exactly what I did. And so another time I shared this one, um, probably, I think it was last year. Yeah, actually a year ago, um, last October, we went to Arizona and I shared, I think it was in a podcast episode, we went on a safari ride and, you know, back when I was struggling, this would have been a heck no, I'm not doing that. Are you crazy? So this was, um, it looked like getting on a bus with like 40 to 50 people. I mean, it was like a school bus. So it wasn't really a safari ride, but it was the best that they could make it. Um, so yeah, it was getting on a bus with like a lot of people. It was super crammed. And we drove out to the area that the animals were and they opened these big gates and the bus drove through the gates and the gates closed. And you can probably hear the emotion still in my voice now. I remember thinking, oh my gosh, me, you know, back when, five years ago, I would have been like, <laughs> all the things, you need to get out, you're not doing this, like, they just closed these gates, and you know, I had, I had these thoughts pop into my head, like, what would I do if I felt really anxious, what would I do if I had a panic attack, like, you really truly like this is a situation that like you can't just say hey I'm out like and I just get off the bus and I'm surrounded by a bunch of you know semi-dangerous animals so it was this realization of like okay I'm having the thought you know I know how to respond to this in a healthy way it was very similar to the hayride light right like I'm gonna let this be here it's okay that I'm having this thought um but this is not my experience like I am actually really enjoying myself so it was just like reeling myself back in right and the next thing I knew I was um watching my husband and Amelia feed a, a giraffe a celery stick and it's just like so easy for me now right when these things pop up to get myself right back into the present moment this stuff takes practice like it took me a lot of practice obviously to get to the place that I'm now in and then I'm not going to dive too deep into it, but when I had COVID, it wasn't just me. It was my husband, my daughter. Like we all had COVID. It was our first time of having it and we had it pretty bad. And of course, I had a lot of anxious thoughts. I had a lot of anxiety in general. Um, you know, it was about relating to my own health, my daughter's health, my husband's health. Like it was, it was pretty trying. Um, but that's just it where I say now I have a lot more experience, right? I I know what's the healthy way to respond to the anxious thoughts, to the feelings. I know that it, what's important for me to do in those moments. You know, I, I know how to practice 
really responding in a healthy way. So yeah, over the past almost seven years, I've also only had one panic attack. (laughs) And I also shared that here on my podcast. And it's crazy for me to even say out loud like I've only had one panic attack because I used to have them nearly every day and sometimes multiple times a day. And I truly believe that I've only had one panic attack because I've committed to this healthy lifestyle. Like, meaning I'm very aware of stress levels and what's going on in my life. And I'm very aware of how important it is to practice being present. And I'm very aware of how important it is that I get outside and I move my body. And I'm very aware of how important it is that I do things that scare me. Like I allow myself to feel fear. I allow myself to feel anxious. And I'm very aware of how to respond to my emotions in a healthy way. And with all those things that I shared with you, right, like I'm very aware now of how to respond to my thoughts, to the feelings, to even a panic attack in a really healthy way so that these things don't cause me to, you know, go back into old tendencies and to struggle like I used to. And these are things that I practice routinely like this. It's truly a lifestyle. So yeah, a long time ago, I made a very conscious choice to never go back to the place that I was once in. Like the place where I struggled with anxiety, panic, and fear literally every day for over a decade. I will never go back there. And like I can say that with so much confidence and I really mean that and I I don't have any, you know, it's funny, I don't have any anxiety about it. Like I don't question myself. Like I don't have any doubt. Like a huge piece of my recovery has been reminding myself that I always have a choice and I always have control of my actions and my behaviors and I will continue to push myself in healthy ways so that I continue to grow and learn and experience all the things I want to in life. Like lots of peace, joy, freedom, and adventure. And I want this for you too. And you can have it you are absolutely capable of experiencing what I now experience. But you've got to put in the work, right? You've got to commit to taking healthy action consistently. You've got to commit to putting you and your mental health first. And you've got to have some blind faith and really commit to this belief, this idea probably right now, right? That recovery is possible for you, even though you can't see it right now. So I want to take a minute and share my explanation with you of what being recovered means because I know that it's something that a lot of people question and I used to question it myself. So to me, recovery means that anxiety no longer controls your life and it doesn't make all the decisions for you. You move through your life like not being consumed by the fear of experiencing anxiety or a panic attack. And sure, sometimes you might experience anxiety or even a panic attack like me, but you aren't afraid of experiencing these things. You let these things happen and you keep going about your day. And yeah, it's uncomfortable and even scary sometimes because you're human, right? It's not like you feel really, really anxious and experience a bad panic attack and you're not phased by it. Like, sure, it's probably going to be uncomfortable. It's probably even going to be scary. That's okay. But these things no longer leave you, you know, searching for safety or a way out. And 
it no longer has you performing, you know, all the behaviors that send you spiraling. So being recovered equals living your life without anxiety or fear making the decisions for you. And this is something that you're absolutely capable of. And it's okay if this episode hasn't totally convinced you that recovery is possible. (laughs) Don't worry, I'm going to keep showing up here. And as long as you keep showing up and you put in the work, you won't need to convince yourself that recovery is possible because you'll just be experiencing it. Okay, until next time, keep taking the healthy action that is going to help you to create a healthy relationship with anxiety. You are worth it and you are absolutely deserving of it. And before I end this episode, I want to mention that I'd really appreciate it if you shared this episode or any others with somebody who you feel could benefit from what I share here. You sharing these episodes is what helps me to reach and support others who need it. And if you have an extra minute in your day today, I'd also really appreciate it if you could leave a rating and review over on Apple Podcasts. I read every single review and this too is what helps me to help more people to heal and overcome. I hope you enjoyed this episode of A Healthy Push. If you want more, head on over to ahealthypush.com for the show notes and lots more tips, tools, and inspiration that will support your recovery. And if you're hoping for me to cover a certain topic, be sure to join my Instagram community at A Healthy Push and let me know in the comments what you want to hear next.